Often at this time, we like to celebrate our callers of the week, and these are people that have contributed to the show that are worth hearing again if if you uh, if you missed it. There was uh, lots of brainstorming going on um, and logistical issues for Sydney to deal with as we tried to work through who was an essential worker, who wasn't, where what you had to do, where, where could you wear a mask and and not. So we're asking people to call in and uh, tell us about their their problems. Uh, this is Sean. He called in um, to tell us what he was dealing with at his warehouses. Um, so I work for a large um, beer manufacturer and we have warehouses, you know, about four of them in New South Wales. And the issue we've got is that are we expected to have all these guys present with, you know, positive or sorry, negative test results before they can come in? We don't know. We've had two hours of Zoom calls this morning. No one's, no one's got any idea. For a lot of warehousing and distribution businesses, this is going to be really problematic. Mm. And that co- that covers, you know, the retailers, Coles, Woolies, all of those, you know, they're very casual workforces. The only call guys in, they get 20 to 30 hours a week. They're not permanents. They can't afford to drop a shift. It's it's going to have a, a big impact. So are you saying the the... The issue is that you call someone this afternoon for a shift tonight, they have to go and get tested before they turn up? Is that the sort of thing? Well, that's what we don't know. That's, that's, that's the question, I guess, that I'm putting out there. Like, right. Is, is that, that there's been no guidance provided? Right. So well, my, well I, would, I would read it that what, I, that what I've heard is if you're in that LGA, you have to get tested if you leave it to go to work. So you can get tested. They could, they could come to your warehouse, get tested near your warehouse they can still so come sit, are, they go, are they going to sit in a queue and get tested and then they're going to be on the clock and this is the other thing is they got to, if they have to get tested and that's a requirement then they're going to deem that as work hours which oh, is perfectly okay. perfectly yeah. fine i think if i was in their position i'd do the same right if you want me to sit in a queue at fairfield showground for two hours yeah then I expect to get paid for it. Well, again, another thing they're saying is you don't have to go to Fairfield Showground. You can go anywhere or you can go on the oh, way, on the way to work. I'm just using that as an example. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah, 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 yeah. And I guess, you know, there may be bigger queues if everybody's going to get tested. Right. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm, and I'm not trying to have an argument with you. I'm, I'm just sort of trying, <laughs> to, I'm trying to clarify what it is you're finding confusing and how you're we've, thinking, we've, thinking no, through we've, this. We've been arguing about this all morning. Just right. Going. So, you know, <laughs> we've, been, we've been playing, you know, sort of Dungeons and Dragons with, you know, multiple dice rolls trying to work out you know, all the possible scenarios that the unions and workers are going to come back with. And they're all fair questions that these yeah. guys have got. Yeah, yeah. We, have, we just don't have all the answers for them. And have they started to ask those questions? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And are there many who are saying, well, look, I just can't come to work because I, I can't deal with the testing thing or...? Oh, there's been a couple. I think it'll probably escalate over the next couple of days. Um, I think it's just it's all new news now, so we'll yeah. just have to see how it all settles over the next 24 hours. And is your your warehouses and the movements in and out of that warehouses, would you call them essential? It's beer. Yeah, it's beer. <laughs> Absolutely essential. <laughs> it's more important than toilet paper. Yeah. I think he's uh, got a very strong point there, that's for sure. I did miss right at the start when he said it's a, a beer wa- warehouse, but, uh, yeah, fantastic. Uh, calls of the week, Russell called, because we, we were talking about with Peter Anson, we were talking about car sales and how car sales are through the roof. And Russell's sale of his ute was just yet another insane sale that's going on at the moment. 
look, look, I had a uh, like an old twin cab Toyota, right? Uh, mm. thing. and I'd had it for years. It had six hundred fifty thousand k's on it. Still went wow. like a dream. Right. <laughs> I was going around a corner one day, and the, one of the front wheels came off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Less after six hundred fifty thousand k, sometimes the wheels do. Do get a little yeah. loose, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I took it in and I had it repaired. It was only, believe it or not, it was one hundred and eighty dollars to repair it. Yeah. I had wow. To it right out, and uh, at first I thought I'd wreck it, and they said, "No, no, no, you can sell this." And they said, "What do you want for it?" And I said, "This." And they said, "Put a thousand dollars more on it. These things, <laughs> everyone will want it." So right. hang on, so let's mm. just clarify. What year is it? Uh, it was a two thousand. 2000, it's got 650,000 k. It's a dual cab. It was a Hilux? Hilux, yeah. Hilux. Yeah. And how much did they say? Two wheel drive. Yeah. I ended up spending 3,500 on it. Yeah. Right? Oh and I thought, okay. Anyway, so I, I put it on that, that night. I got home. I said to wife, oh, I think I'll put this on. It was 10 o'clock at night. So mm. I, I just put it on to, I can't remember what it was, Gumtree or something like that. Mm. I got about five pings, yeah. and I was like, it's bad, and I'm ping, ping, ping. And I said to the wife, I'm not answering these, you know what I mean? I can't block. Anyway, so the next morning, I answered answered them all right, and three of the people got back to me, and they were all in Sydney, and they all wanted it. And I said, well, look, I'm at Lane Quarry. Yeah, we'll come, <laughs> we'll come and have a look. And I was at work, so right. I said, well, I've parked here. Anyway, the first guy turned up. He had a look at it. He knocked me down 500 bucks, but that's okay because it's extra 1000 on it. Mm-hmm. Still 500 and, bucks up. Mm. Anyway, he said, I'll, he said, I'll take it. And I said, oh, well, go for a test drive. He says, no, no, no. Just, no, just take it. <laughs> Russell, Russell I, I'm, I'm getting the point here. Um, your 20-year-old cars with 650,000 K on them can, uh, wow. can, can, can attract interest, let alone something that's a couple of years old. That's uh, incredible. Yes, uh, even Mr. Anderson was uh, surprised at that one. But it's sort of, it's bizarre, isn't it? Like, everybody seems to be buying new cars, second-hand cars. I, I can't remember a period, really. Like, a couple of years ago, second-hand cars were kind of worthless. Like, they dropped through the floor. Now, suddenly, people will pay a lot of money for a second-hand car. I, so much I don't understand, really.